Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out my books, Empowered University, and or Magic and Mindset at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. All right, friends. So today we are talking about how to work through failure. Yes, it's going to be a good one. (laughs) But in this episode, I am going to be doing that fun little thing where I read from one of my books. So today I am going to be reading from Back to Happy. Um, This is a book that if you dig what you hear when you listen to, oh goodness, my chair. If you, (laughs) when you listen to um, me read it on the podcast, um, you can go to my site and just go to the books tab or go to simplyolly.com slash books. Um, And it is available for purchase um, in digital copy or in physical copy. And um, if you'd like, you can actually get the first chapter for free. Um, So that is available there. So I'm just letting you know all those little tidbits before we get into stuff. Okay. But um, I love this book. It is definitely, I'll let you know um, more of, it's kind of a combo of reading and workbook with some inspirational quotes mixed in. It's a good one. Um, So you can actually write in the book if you get the physical copy, all that good stuff. So, okay, let's go ahead and read it. This is going to be an interesting situation because I am am currently in a shed that is not yet finished. You heard me talk about it maybe a couple episodes back. Um, We're converting it into a recording studio. Very stoked about this. However, I have no light in here. (laughs) So I'm going to have to shine my phone flashlight at this book while I read and then uh, hope that this goes smoothly. Okay, so this is this is real life. This is where I'm at. And I tell you about it because you have no visual. So I've created for you. All right, let's read this little bit and then we'll dive into talking more about how to work through failure. All right. <clears throat> You're welcome. Okay. Sulking over something that went wrong or piling guilt on yourself because you didn't keep up with the things like you thought you would is like calling a beanbag chair home for weeks and magically creating a nonstop rain cloud over your head. Don't let yourself sit in a soaking wet beanbag chair for that long. It's gross. Failure sucks, but when you get positive, find gratitude, and learn from anything life throws at you, you get creative, innovative, and you keep moving forward. That might mean pausing progress for a day or two to focus on self-love slash care and gratitude. There's no shame in that. Pausing is pacing, especially when we're working on willpower around a big, deeply rooted goal. My biggest beasts were tackling my sugar addiction and getting away, ooh, flip the page, from overworking myself in my business. Lots of failure, lots of pauses, but still lots of progress. 
All right, so it's going to be a short one today. That's all I'm going to read. But this is from, I just turned my flashlight off. Why would I do that? This is from the chapter on willpower, and it's the section called Letting Go of Guilt Slash Failure. Um, so yeah, again, you can find that on my site, but I just wanted to read it because I felt like it just would help inspire this topic that we're talking about today. So, you know, one of the big points I want to make here is that most great things have failure woven deeply into their creation. Like I would dare I say 99.9% of the time. Like there's going to be some level of failure and that's normal. That's expected. That's what helps to refine and create and grow what it is that you're working towards, right? I just dropped my earbud. Today's going swell. Anyway, um, but one of the shows that I think shows this actually really well um, is on Netflix and it's it's a series called The Movies That Made Us. And I love watching it because it's so inspiring and it's so encouraging because you see all of the hurdles that some of these incredible, um, like nostalgic, like life-changing films, right, that we know and love, um, like what some of them had to overcome, all like the roadblocks that they hit, the detours they had to take, all the pivots, you know, all of that. Like there's so many like bouts of failure in that and failure is not meant to deter you from your goal right and I think that that's one of the ways we can work through it is having this perspective having this kind of belief and outlook on life right is to know that failure doesn't mean you've done it wrong and you should quit failure just means that maybe it needs to come to fruition in a different way failure might mean that there is a really valuable lesson for you to learn here failure might be leading you to some even better iteration of what you had already been pursuing, right? We can never know. Life is meant to surprise us. I believe in magic. I believe in miracles. I believe in the impossibilities. Like that's just me because honestly, it's what I've allowed myself to open up to. Like we can have a dream But we can't maybe know how that dream unfolds, right? Or how it's exactly going to happen. We can plan for it the best we can, but we never really know. And honestly, it makes kind of for a more fascinating life that way. When you have these bumps and these turns and these twists, you know, how fun would a roller coaster be if it was just like, a straight path. Now I get it. Maybe there's some fun roller coasters out there that are just like a straight shot and they shoot you off real fast. Okay. That could totally happen. But you know, the ones that are really exciting are the ones that have loops and turns and flip you upside down and spin you around. Right. At least, I don't know. That's, that's my opinion. (laughs) Maybe you're like, no, Olivia, no, that's fine. Anyway, it's just the analogy I'm going with right now. Think of your own, but you know, Failure is what creates this tension, this excitement, this pressure, this drive, right, to succeed, to pursue, to persist, to have patience, right? It comes through these moments of of failure, right? And so ultimately, I think what it comes down to and one of the best ways to work through failure is to have a really strong kind of core belief system in place and how you view failure. You know, do you see it as a bad thing? Do you see it as something that you um, 
take on personally? Do you see it as something that deteriorates your self-worth each and every time? You know, is it a personal offense when it happens? You know, it's, it's great to journal and to reflect on these things to see what is your current relationship with failure, right? First off, let's start there. Like, what do you think about failure? How does it make you feel? What thoughts does it provoke? Just like let it all fall out on paper or however you want to do it or you want to like just speak it. Maybe you just want to think about it. That's fine. But let all of that out and start to like unpack that a bit for yourself. And then once you do that, you can go, okay, am I cool with how I currently have a relationship with failure? Or is that something I want to change? Is that something I want to shift? You know, do I want it to be a healthier thing? This book is a perfect example of a failure. Back to Happy was a was a flop. It was originally written as, oh, oh gosh, yeah, it was originally written as a series of four courses. I wrote this as a series of four courses. I made, I built out the web pages for it. I like put it out there. Not a single soul bought it. No one. <laughs> this book was a massive failure. And it wasn't that it needed to not be birthed, right? It wasn't that. It just needed to happen in a different way. And so I took it and I was like, well, what if I made a book? I asked, and I think I've told this story on the podcast before because it's a good example. But um, I turned it into a book and I sold like, I think it was like 20 to 30 copies as soon as it launched. And so... And then it keeps selling even today. It's still selling. Um, so, you know, it is one of those things. And I've had people say the kindest things about it and how it's helped them. And it's been completely heartwarming. But had I viewed that failure as this is my cue to give up, this is my cue that I'm not supposed to do it, it wouldn't be here. It wouldn't be here to help people. It wouldn't have become the first book that I published. <coughs> I'm sorry, coughed. Clearly, I'm all about the failures. I couldn't even get this sentence out because I have inhaled dust. Okay. There we go. Drink of water. You get what I'm saying. This is my point. (laughs) So, you know, we need to give ourselves a bit of grace and and allow ourselves to look at failure in a different light and decide how we want it to help us or hinder us, you know? That's up to us. Um, And I'm not to say that you should never, you know, back off of any idea or ever, you know, lay to rest any project. Like there's a time and a place for sure. And I feel like we'll know it, but it's not because it just didn't work out the first time or the second time, right? Or the third time. Or that it's taking, you know, three or four or five years, right? It's... (sighs) I think you're going to know when it's more so not aligned, when it feels forced, when it feels exhaustive, when it's just like, why am I even doing this? That's when I think you you do that pivot, not when you fail. That's my personal opinion. But, you know, I think it's it's beneficial when you are looking at how to work through failure for yourself to figure out what frame of mind helps you navigate failure, right? So this is something my husband and I, really had to put into practice. It was almost like a freaking lightning round of figuring out how to work through failure. Because when we were looking for a house, 
we'd go find one. We'd, you know, try for it, put an offer on it. We wouldn't get it. Failure, right? Another one, failure, another one. And I'm telling you, each time the houses kept getting better and better, more and more of what we wanted. So it was interesting because each time, like, you know, the first time was like a heartbreak. The second time was like, ugh. And we were just like, okay, we need to figure out how, you know, or like that, that was where I was. I was like, I want to figure out how we can start to cope with these, these failures better, how we can start to work through them and keep persistent with our goal right? So that the failure isn't crushing us every single time and we can see it in a different light. So, you know, figuring out what frame of mind helps you navigate failure can be a huge help, right? So I have some examples for you. Feel free to play with this. Feel free to, you know, create your own thing. Feel free to use one of these. It doesn't matter. But um, some of them that I have for you is, you know, the phrase this or something better. So if you hit that failure point, you can just go, okay, Well, it was either going to be this or something better. So like holding out for something better, (laughs) right? You can view it in that light. You can view it that that one way or that's uh, maybe iteration or whatever is just like not meant to be. You can uh, see it as there's a lesson here. Like what lesson is here for me to learn? You know, maybe the failure, uh, I don't know maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a test that you failed let's go with that you took a test and you failed it right uh and maybe the other two like don't seem to fit or like this or something better or like it's not meant to be for me to pass this test uh maybe there's a lesson here you know and not in like a self-critical way but maybe it's like oh okay next time you know i could maybe allow myself more time to study or like hmm i really wasn't understanding this material i definitely could have you know asked for more support Um, you know, maybe it's that you're, you know, wanting to try again. Maybe it's that something was wrong in the system and you feel like I shouldn't have failed this test. I think it was handled incorrectly. Let me go talk to somebody about it. I don't know. I'm coming at you with stuff, but you get what I'm saying. So there's a lesson here. And another one is, um, that this is helping to refine what's going to be in most alignment for me. Right. So maybe you thought that this was what you wanted. This was the way it should have panned out. Right. But ultimately, whether you believe in life, God, universe, whatever it might be, right? It's something's helping to refine what it is that you're working towards that is going to be maybe even better than you imagined because it's going to be more aligned for you than what you had already imagined yourself, right? So there are so, so many different ways that we can view this, that we can help ourselves, you know, work through the failure. And of course, you know, any of the mindset or emotional techniques that I've taught prior in this, um, in this podcast or shared with you, you know, you can put those into practice. And if you need a space to get that support to help troubleshoot stuff and bounce ideas off of other people, you know, join us in Empowered University. And you might also find uh, helpful tips from the philosophy and masterclass classes that, that I teach specifically in there. So, um, you know, there, there are so many ways that we can work through failure and it is possible to work through it. And I encourage all of us to do it because we don't want to just give up when something doesn't pan out. You know, we don't want to let it shape who we are and our identity and our self-worth. We don't want to do that in a way that we are not mindful of, right? So with all that being said, um, 
something I want to touch on that I did say in the book um, is about pausing. You know, pausing does equal pacing. Pausing to take a moment to reframe the failure for yourself is helpful. Pausing to do some self-care. Pausing to just take a step back, take, take a break, right, after you've experienced that failure so that you can then come back to it with a new energy, a new air about you, right? Um, that's, that's healthy. You know, pausing equals pacing. It's not giving up. It's giving you healthy space. And that is one of the key crucial things that we need to work through failure is we need healthy space to process and to rise up again, right? When you fall, you're not expected to like get back up right that second. Like it's like, hey, you okay? You good? You kind of check everything. You make sure everything's all right. You're like, all right, did a body check. How am I feeling? I'm okay. All right. Then you stand back up. That's that healthy space. And that can happen after you experience a failure as well. All right, that is it for this one. Again, if you were digging back to happy and you want to read it for yourself, maybe you want to get one for a friend or family member, um, definitely go to my website, simplyalley.com slash books. And it's there along with Break the Chain, The Opportunity Journal, any other books I've written, 10 Days to Self-Love, I'm writing more, (laughs) all the books, buy the whole collection. Um, but that is there. So if you like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and empowered university at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.